Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We've got a great show coming with lots of information, and I want to go straight to the Lord in prayer, and uh, then we'll get on with the show. For such a time as this, we praise you, O God, and we give glory and honor to you. For you are our creator, sustainer, and salvation, Savior. Thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy. We thank you for your patience, and we ask your forgiveness for our sins. We know they are many, Father, as individuals and as a nation. We thank you for your word and the examples of strong men and women who followed you and did your will in their lives. May we follow in those footsteps as well. Protect us, Abba Father. Hold back the evil one. Use your remnant here in this nation to bring America home. Back to you. May we once again be recognized as a Christian nation, a godly people, and may we be your beacon to the world. Guide us and direct us to those who would lead. May they be godly men and women who are strong and wise. For such a time as this, O Father, we lay our burdens at your feet, and we lean on you for our salvation and America's restoration. In Jesus' name, amen. Remember these things. I've talked about that here the last couple of weeks. America is not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic which protects individual rights. You never hear a socialist, communist, democrat, or a globalist rhino talk about individual rights or private property rights. You hear a lot about the collective, the community, and how rural America is the least in voting rights, etc., etc. But our founding fathers' vision was that of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, property, and prosperity. Yeah, but how important is that private property? Well, according to Sir William Blackstone back in 1783 in his Commentaries of the Laws of England, he wrote, So great, moreover, is the regard of the law for private property that it will not authorize the least violation of it, no, not even for the general good of the whole community. That, When I read that several years ago, that really stuck with me. Not even for the good of general good of the whole community. In a letter to James Madison, Thomas Jefferson wrote, Whenever there is in any country uncultivated land and unemployed poor, it is clear that the laws of property have been so far expended as to violate natural rights. Yet, the Biden-Sanders Manifesto is about 150 pages, and we printed it today. <laughs> Biden-Sanders is called the Unity Task Force Recommendations Combating the Climate Crisis and Pursuing Environmental Justice. 
Yeah, the environment gets justice, but do we the people? And then we have the Green New Deal. It's only about 14 pages. They're going to accomplish the insurrection of America by executive order and the taking of the land and the water and therefore turning this nation another giant step into the Marxism and communism government-owned nation. They cannot do this legally, but for many Americans who remain uninformed and ignorant, unknowing, I don't mean ignorant as in, you know, but of your actual individual rights, if you are unknowing of them. We are not a democracy, for that is mob rule, and the majority rules over individual rights. Another very important thing we should know is there is no climate change crisis. The science is not settled, nor does it even prove their failed hypotheses or explain their constant prophetic failures. The existential threat is the insurrection of America's constitutional republic. Executive Order 14004, tackling the climate crisis within the uh, executive order, is the 3030 program, which is a radical aggressive push forward by environmental environmentalists and climate change activists to put 10% of the land, I'm sorry, that's 30% of the land and the water in the United States under permanent protection by 2030. We all know what happens when the government protects anything. Our forests burn, our lands lay idle, our people lose jobs, our independence is traded for dependence on foreign energy, foreign food, foreign clothes, foreign pharmaceuticals, foreign stuff of all kinds. But what about our land? What about our water, our natural resources? What about America's food supply? How about protecting that? We talked about the 3030 Project over a week ago, and I promised to bring on someone who had studied and knew much more about it than I did. Today we will have uh, Margaret Byfield, and she is the Executive Director of American Stewards of Liberty, a daughter of the Sagebrush Rebellion, uh, Wayne Hage. We've talked about Wayne Hage's situation many, many times on the air, and we've had Margaret on. It's been a long time ago, and I want to bring her back on. She lived the government abuse and theft Definitely. Margaret, welcome back to CSE Talk Radio. How are you today? I am great, and thank you. And what a beautiful prayer and a beautiful introduction. Well, thank you. I, you have a lot more that I should say about you, but I really want to get on with this. You are doing, you've studied this, 3030. I had not heard of it till, uh someone had contacted me, oh, then uh, two weeks ago, and then I looked up the information that he had given me from the fence post, and it was by Spike Jordan. And in that, he said that you were you were preparing to go out and speak and try to educate communities and people about what is in this executive order. We're in a mess in this country, and I know I don't have to tell you that. It didn't just happen. It's been going on for a long time. And I'm going to kind of turn it over to you. We only got a couple of minutes for our first break, but I want to turn it over to you to kind of introduce what this 3030 is. Sure. So the 30 by 30 program is it's part of the Green New Deal. It's um, the, it's it's pushed by the real radical environmental community, and it's an attempt to permanently protect 30 percent of America's lands and oceans by 2030, just nine short years. 
And it's a very aggressive campaign, and they are targeting not just federal lands that already have, you know, a lot of restrictions on them, but they're also targeting private lands, and particularly those with conservation easements is is Mm -hmm. kind of how they're going after that. So it's very aggressive. It's very serious. And, one of the, you know, they they say that they want to work with landowners as they do this for the purpose of conserving lands for species. But the first action that the Biden administration has taken is to revoke the ability of states and, land, and local governments to um, veto a land acquisition in their area. Mm. So it's... It's it's a very, very serious approach. Um, you know, I think when it first when we first started hearing about it, we all kind of giggled and thought that'll never happen in America. Well, we have <laughs> we have Biden in office, and Vice President Harris, when she was senator, um, sponsored, co-sponsored the Senate resolution for thirty by thirty in the last Congress, and our new mm-hmm. Department of Secretary. Interior Secretary also co-sponsored the House version. So when I saw those two were that, you know, obviously they were going to have a large role in the administration, that's when I really started studying 30 by 30 because I knew it was going to come come forward. You know, using the word protect <laughs> when the government protects things, that's not usually a good thing. Um, I hear the music. We're going to head into a break. Margaret, I thank you so much for being here with us today. And uh, we need to really keep this in the ears of the people. They need to understand this isn't about climate. This isn't about the global warming. This is about your land. And they want it. They have to have it. For socialism, communism, they have to own it all. And that's what they're after. And they're going to go buy it as fast as they can. In fact, they're telling us that. We're going to do this really fast because they know their time is limited. We're catching up with them. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Margaret and Beth Ann will be right back. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, Set your table with Liberty, the new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American eagle, and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message. Liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. 
Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-418-5778. That's 800-418-5778. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. You know, Margaret, you mentioned conservation easements, and it's been a while since we've talked about those. Let's let's give our listeners just a, a real uh, quick synopsis on on uh, our explanation of what uh, what uh, the conservation easements truly are. Well, conservation easements are a device that was actually created to um, for the purpose of of stopping land from being developed. And what it is, there's there's a couple of different easements. The one that is, is the one that you really need to pay attention to and look out for is the conservation easement in perpetuity. And that allows, when they put a conservation easement on a property, then you're selling and your development rights. And then you can get a tax deduction from the IRS um, either through an income tax deduction or an estate tax deduction, which is one of the reasons a lot of people do it. But what happens is that conservation easement then becomes the priority for the land. The agriculture use, whatever is going on on the property right now, whether it be farming or ranching or timber harvesting, whatever it is, that can never change. That has to stay at the level it is at, and that freezes. So in other words, if you need to repair a fence, you can repair a fence. If you need to build a new one, you can't. And wow. what the problem with that is, is agriculture has to change. The land always changes. There's always been climate change without man. So <laughs> if, agriculture, if agriculture doesn't adapt, you're going to go out of business. And, and so, but the conservation purpose is adaptive. And it's, in these conservation easements, it's very, usually very loosely defined as to what they are conserving. So it gives, the land trust or the federal government, whoever's holding the conservation easement, a lot of say in your operation. And so but that conservation purpose becomes the priority. So what happens over time is those two, those two, the agriculture use and the conservation purpose are going to conflict. 
and it's going to be the conservation purpose that wins out. So agriculture eventually will go away. So, you know, it's a real, it's a very destructive device. The other thing yeah. that you have to remember is that control is transferred from the landowner to the easement holder. And once you lose control of your private property, it really is no longer private property. I mean, when I look at conservation easements, I, you know, I grew up in Nevada where we were saddled with a lot of federal land. And the conservation easement on a, on private land looks no different to me and acts no different than our federal lands where you have a third party at the table, which is in, in the federal lands is the federal government. And it's a, it's just a, it's a real destructive device. Um, it harms property rights. And I know that a lot of landowners that get into it, they get into it with good intentions, but they are never told the downside of the conservation easement. And and there are a lot of them. You know, it's, yeah, and people get into these things trusting, you know, mm-hmm. and not really reading the fine print. Um, and, it, and it can be devastating to your property. Um, we know well, that, tr- uh, go ahead. Well, the land trust can sell that easement, so they can sell it. A lot of times what's happened is that, like, if you have property next to a wildlife refuge, the federal government wants that property to expand the refuge. The landowner doesn't want to sell it to the federal government. Enter the land trust. who comes in and says, Mm. hey, we can fix all your problems. We'll just give you a conservation easement. You'll get a tax deduction, maybe some cash, and we will deal with the, the refuge, and we will handle that part for you. And once you sign that contract, you're out of that deal, and they can then sell it to back to the federal government. Now, in 2008, the Nature Conservancy, which is the largest land trust uh, in the world, two-thirds of their operating budget was purchasing conservation easements from private landowners and turning around and selling those to back to the federal government. So for wow. the land trust, it's big business. And so that, that's, that's a problem. Another problem is a third party can sue to enforce that contract. So in other words, let's say the landowner and the land trust decide we need to make changes. This isn't working. You know, we need to make some changes to the agriculture side. They both agree and they say that's better for the land, better for the species, whatever they're protecting. So they go forward. A third party can sue them to enforce that original contract. And that has been done and has been done successfully. So you just have to realize when you sign over a conservation easement, particularly in perpetuity, um, you have signed away all control of your land. But I, what I meant by trusting, I didn't, I didn't I wasn't even thinking about the land trust. What I meant was that, um, the people get into these things trusting what they're being told and not reading the fine print and not understanding that they're they're just turning it over. And uh, yeah. there is no respect for private property by our so-called government. I'm putting my little fingers in quotes here. And what, uh, you know, the Biden administration is doing, we know that we know that Kamala Harris is, is not going to do what's right for anybody, including landowners. Uh, they don't tend to uh, really like landowners. Have you noticed that? <laughs> Well, and so what, I mean, you nailed it in your opening. What we're dealing with is a completely different philosophy that is anti-American. America was born out of the individual spirit and that we individual, 
liberties that we can make decisions over our own, own lives, including how to manage our land. And the Biden-Harris team comes from the perspective that people can't be trusted to make their decisions over their own lives. It, it has to be some kind of an elite group that has the power and the control over our lives that makes those decisions for us. And so what's really interesting about 30 by 30 is the people advocating for this don't have any skin in the game. They're not the no. people that own the property. They're the people saying, for the good of the world, we need to do this. You need to turn over your rights to us so we can manage them for you for the good of the world. But they don't have any property to give. So, for instance, the League of Conservation Voters just um, sent a letter off to Congress with 70 mayors who signed on and said, we really support this 30 by 30 program. Well, sure, a mayor in downtown Boise, <laughs> Idaho, who lives in an area where all the land that she has control over is already developed, of course she wants to see the rest of us conserve 30% of our land because she's already developed hers. You know, I mean, that's, that's really what we have to understand. This is a perspective of people who really don't have any skin in the game, and they're yeah. trying to convince the American people that this is better for all of us if, if they're in charge and deciding what to do over our land, which then means they have control over our lives. And I think my dad Completely. said it best. He said, either you have the right to own property or you are property. And when you think about that, that's very personal. But yeah. when you think about that, he is he was spot on with that. That's exactly what this is about. It's about control. Well, I think that what he said was was right on, and uh, that is what they want. They want control of every aspect of everyone's life. Uh, the things that they're doing that are outside maybe property rights as far as some of the legislation that they're trying to push, even this gun control. Everything that they're trying to do is to control the Americans' lives, to put us under their thumb, whether it's our land, whether it's our water, whether it's our jobs, whether it's our families, our communities. They want us under their thumb and in complete control. Health care, education, all of it. They want it all, and they're not going to stop. I've, I've said in the last several weeks they want our children. <laughs> you know, the things that they're doing... It's just unreal to me, Margaret, and I, I uh, we fight it every day here, but sometimes we get, sometimes Beth gets distracted by all the the uh, distractions and things that are going on, but it, it always comes down to property. Mm-hmm. Always it does. Does. Property is control. Property is how we maintain our wealth. If they can take our property, then they can control us. And that's why Karl Marx defined socialism as the abolishment of private property. He, I mean, they understood it. The other side understands this very well, that the land is where is the source of our wealth as people. And as long as the people have control of our wealth source, then we can control our government. But if we don't have control of that, we can't protect our freedom of speech. We can't protect our right to, to bear arms. We can't protect our freedom of religion. We can't even tell, uh, make decisions on what our children will be taught. I mean, all of these things go away if we cannot protect, if we, can, if we, if we lose control of our land and our ability to generate our own wealth and control over our own lives and our government. Yeah. You know, every time we allow federal government to uh, 
tempt us with their, you know, subsidies or or their helps, you know, that and even with the public school systems. Every time we accept a little help from them, they own a little more of us. Yeah, and absolutely. we would be so much better off without them. And it's become, I hear music again, America has become inside, outside, upside down. That's a Berenstein Bear book I used to read to my kids when they were little. We don't know who we are. We don't know where we're going mm-hmm. because we've yeah. lost the vision. And uh, they want it that way. You know, so federal government believes they're the biggest. And really, they're supposed to be the least, the least power, the least of anything in our lives, the people. God first, and then the people. And we've lost that perspective. We've lost that understanding of where we are in this in this world. I hear the music. We're headed into a break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio, private property, and we will be right. We have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Annie. We're visiting with Margaret Byfield. You know, Margaret, when uh, you need to be aware of so many things, I know you do. Yeah, I know you are aware, but I'm talking to my listeners uh, in general here. When the government says they're going to protect, you need to watch out because it means they're going to control. You know, when we had the Endangered Species Act and we had to protect these endangered species, what actually happened? They ended up controlling people, controlling people on their own land, in their own communities. Um, radicals took over, and and it's all about control. When they say protect, you need to just just scratch the word out and put control. Don't you think? I mean, that's a good way to sum it up. Absolutely. And, you know, the 30 by 30 program, there's still, you know, there's very little information that the administration has actually released on it. We have very few details. Department mm-hmm. of Interior is supposed to send a report to the National Climate Task Force by April 27th, which is supposed to have the implementation plan in it. But we don't know that that's going to be made public. I mean, in other words, it may be given to the task force, but they may not let mm-hmm. us see what, what is on their agenda. All we're really mm-hmm. hearing from the administration, we're not hearing details. We're hearing, but, but we just want to work with you. We just want to help landowners conserve their land and do the right thing, and so which makes you all the more nervous because um, they're not telling us exactly how they think that should look. But there are a few things that we do know just from some of the information that they have set out. First off, they want to they want to protect 30 percent by 2030, but they do say that 12 percent is already conserved. And so when you take a look at what made up that 12%, what were the vehicles they used to do that, that's our national parks, wilderness areas, national wildlife refuges, state parks, and private lands with conservation easements in perpetuity. Those are the primary devices they're looking at. All of them are very, very restrictive, restrictive uses, especially the wilderness. You know, wilderness, you can't have any mechanized equipment on it, no vehicles, nothing. If it if a fire starts on it, they don't even try to put it out. They just have a let it burn policy, which is why you have so many fires in the West. Fires, yeah. yeah. They protect so, that, don't they? <laughs> oh, they might have a lot of feces when they let that go. But, oh, my. Um, yeah, it's terrible. You know, it's, it's very bad management. It's definitely not. If, if they were truly interested in conserving species, they would do everything in their power 
to take the restrictions off the private landowners because the private landowners are the best managers of the land, hands down. And they recognize that because they say two-thirds of of the species are on private land. And um, and that's one of the reasons. The other thing they say is that 60% of the lands are private and two-thirds of the development, in other words, the conversion of land from natural to developed, is occurring on private land. But only 1% of private land is protected. So that that tells you from those details, that tells you that they definitely are going to be coming up with ways to put layers of restrictions on private landowners. They're going to have to do it in such a way that, um, you know, they, they get landowners to cooperate with them to do it, um, plus outright land acquisitions. But, you know, we're just going to, we're going to be seeing, I think, some very creative approaches on how to convince landowners to turn over their land to them. It's uh, not something that we're surprised about. I mean, you've been in this battle a long time, and it's very personal to you. And uh, rural America needs to understand that they're the ones under attack. They're coming after your land. And in the uh, Rules for Radicals, it tells you what they're going to do, how they're going to step-by-step-by-step control this nation and turn it from what was once a republic into a communist nation. They can call it socialism if they want, but it's truthfully, it's it's communism. And AOC made it very clear that the government should own all the land and then distribute it. Well, where does that come from? And, you know, they, they want to control the health care. They want to control, they want poverty because that, that makes the government more powerful. The debt, the more debt you have, the more poverty you've got, gun control. And in this Rules for Radicals, they specify why they want that done. Number four is gun control. And we're ta- you know, I know we're talking about land today, but this is all a part of this. It says remove the ability to defend themselves from the government. They know darn good and well it's not about hunting Bambi. They've known that all along. The welfare you know, they've, they've, they've made Lyndon B. Johnson to be this hero, and he's not a hero. He enslaved so many people. Education, control what the, they learn. And we can see that we've got children that are being educated and parents who have been, it's more than one generation now, but sometimes the parent is so busy trying to make ends meet, they don't realize what those kids are learning. And then religion was number seven, and class warfare is number eight. And we see that with this uh, uh, constant pitting American people against one another, whether it's about their gender, about their race, or about where they live, or whatever the case may be, the color of their skin. It goes on and on. They've got to make us angry with one another so we will be weak and they will be stronger. And, and it comes down to they want everything, including the land and Actually, I think the land is the first thing they wanted. They're just doing all this other get there. <laughs> so, well, it is I, all tied together. It's all it is. You know, I had a I had somebody. We've got quite a following on Facebook, and uh, one of the uh, women there was saying she didn't realize. And I thought, you know, it has been, and it's best fault. It's been a long time since we've talked about the Nature Conservancy. So why don't you just give a, a real quick lesson, if you can, on the Nature Conservancy 
um, she didn't realize that they were dealing with doing the things that they were when you mentioned that a little bit ago. So let's get a little synopsis on the Nature Conservancy. Yeah, you know, there's, um, so I mentioned the 2008 numbers where two-thirds of their budget was Mm -hmm. um, comprised of purchasing private land conservation easements in perpetuity and and then turning around and selling those to the federal government. In one deal alone, they purchased a a conservation easement for $1.2 million and immediately turned around and sold it to the federal government for for $1.4. So, I mean, this is big, big business for them. Um, the other thing that people don't realize is they receive a lot of federal grant money to purchase conservation easements. So not mm-hmm. only do they make money on these, but they start by spending our money, federal given to them by the federal government, to go out and do this. And I think the 2008 figure was they had $100 billion, um given to, to them by the federal government in grants. So, you know, they kind of come in as, hey, we're the good guys. We just want to, you know, for those of you who never want to see your land developed, that's what we're here for, and we're going to protect it and make sure you can continue to do what you're doing, and we will handle the conservation side, and you will not ever have to worry about this land being developed. Well, there's a couple problems with that. A lot of times landowners get into these because they're struggling financially, and um, mm-hmm. and that that's a problem in and of itself because if they can't improve their agriculture you know, side of of, the, of their land, which they no longer can, they're going to continue to go further out of business, and eventually that happens. And what landowners find themselves in a situation then is, who's going to buy my land if it has no value? I've already sold, you know, the most important part of it. And a lot of times the only entity that's there to buy that land is the land trust. And so the Nature mm-hmm. Conservancy does own quite a bit of land. And... And so that's a real problem because then once they have the easement and the land, they can get rid of the easement. So they can do whatever they want with that land. And that's why there's some really good articles, um, in, actually in Bloomberg Green, that has recently done a, a series of articles on the Nature Conservancy and how they're, they really are bad actors in this. I mean, there's a reason Congress investigated them. 10, 15 years ago for some of them. They investigate things, but nothing ever gets done. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, that is for sure. But the fact that you can investigate it and tells you that there's some real problems there. Absolutely. Well, you know, the federal money, which is actually the taxpayers, always gets used against us. And Mm -hmm. another thing that, you know, you need to watch where that money goes, and it's hard for individuals like us to, to really catch where all this is happening so we rely on people like you but going back to the climate change which is being used to take the land to take control of the water and take control of everything else those scientists that come up with those numbers they get federal grants the ones that don't they come up with a different set of numbers (laughs) you're listening to CSE Talk Radio this is Beth Ann with Margaret Byfield and we will be right back If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. 
And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work, I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code BETHANN, or call at 1-800-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com, and the promo code is Bethann. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation, our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all the is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-296-1213. 
800-296-1213. That's 800-296-1213. We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I have uh, I have shirked my duties here to let you know, as listeners, that uh, Margaret Byfield is with the American Stewards of Liberty. It's a nonprofit organization dedicated to protecting private property rights, defending the use of our land, and restoring local control. And you guys have been at this for a long time. It's very personal, as uh, all this. C- I don't know if it really started with your dad, but that was the first one I was aware of. And uh, it got pretty heated up, and it's gone on. In fact, I think you're still fighting that one, aren't you, Margaret? Well, we, you know, that we had taken this case against the federal government from just the layers of regulations that they put on us. And oh, yeah. we actually were pretty successful and, and won it at the claims court in D.C., but then it was overturned by the appellate court, and then the Supreme Court never heard it. So... That case is done and over um, wow. and has been for a little bit. But, um, you know, you learn a lot of life lessons out of that. And of course, you do. mom and dad, you know, passed away before that was resolved, which is oh, a little absolutely. unfortunate. But, yeah. but it was a long time. Well, we were in court for 27 years. I, I remember very well. And, and uh, your dad was on, on the, my uh, mentor show, Derry Brownfield, uh, many, many times, and and I I was able to meet your brother here a few years ago, and I I handed him a an article that Derry had written, where he talked about your father being the smartest man he'd ever met, and uh, uh, I've got a listener that's asking about what about all this land that Bill Gates is is buying up? Do you have an opinion on that in any way, Margaret? Yeah, it's very interesting. You know, I I think this is what, and my dad actually said this probably the best, and he said, it's not about whether we're going to use the land, whether or not we're going to extract the resources. It's about who is going to do that. Mm. And in America, our founders determined that we, the people, were going to do that. And you have the elitists now saying, no, we're going to control all that. And I put Bill Gates in that group. And I, you know, this is a, this is like the modern day robber barons. And I, that's really what I see is that it, these lands will be utilized. They will be developed because for the mere purpose that the reason that they're trying to control them today, climate crisis and extinction of species and all of the reasoning they're giving for it are flawed. I mean, it's just not correct. And right. so, you know, they're they're convincing the American people to give up their land and turn it over to them on a false premise. And and so the day will come when these people, if they do get control of our land, they're going to utilize the resources because they'll be in the position of saying, see, we solved the crisis. And as long as us elites are in charge, then we we know responsibly how to use the land so we can do it. And, and that's really where we're headed. And they, you know, it's a very, it's exactly the same reason that our founders left the European continent and, and formed a new nation in America. Absolutely. That's, that's the feudal system they were under there. They knew that you had no rights, no liberties. 
under that system and that you were you were um, committed to a life and generations of poverty as a result. And that's what they were so valiant in establishing for us that our generation is almost turning over to the elites today. You know, I had, uh, I did a show here a few weeks ago focusing in on consent of the governed. And I, I noticed Mark Levin did that last night as well. Uh, it's so important uh, what you're saying with what our founding fathers had intended for this nation, their vision. If you go back, even today, and read the Bill of Rights, well, not the Bill of Rights, I'm sorry, read the Declaration of Independence, read the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, you can see exactly what these men were after and what they were suffering from in that list of grievances in the Declaration of Independence. They parallel exactly what we're dealing with today. We may not have a king, but we have king government. These folks we have elected believe themselves to be above us, above the laws that they pass. It, it's astonishing to me, Margaret, that any of these things that we're talking about, they won't pertain to their property. They won't right. pertain to their land. Just like you said, they're going to end up owning it all. Well, we fixed it, so now we can use all these natural resources. Exactly. And, and, and everyone else is out. And the chain goes away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 All the flu bugs went away. Mm-hmm. The pandemic fixed that. Nobody's got the flu anymore. <laughs> you know, when they when they have a crisis, they utilize it to the fullest of their benefit and then yeah, some. They do. And yeah. if there isn't one, they create it. Climate change is a crisis. The things that are going on at the border, it's not a crisis. It's planned. They've they've done this on purpose. And all of these things come together for one purpose, and that's for them to have control over the American people. They keep calling it a democracy. It's not a democracy. It's a republic. But they, the people have heard it so much that we believe it. You know, we and we don't want to be those people that offend somebody here or offend somebody there. And I said this long before I was even in radio. Christians are compromising themselves out of their First Amendment. And we're almost there, Margaret. Yeah, we're very close. We're very close. Uh, because the First Amendment is, is for everyone, not just for Christians. And so everything's being inside, outside, upside down, like that uh, book I read to my kids. And people don't know who they are. And they don't understand private property, how important that is, what, what, how that sets America apart from any other country. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're very close to losing that. But you know, um, here I, I'll share with you a proverb that kind of fuels me in this particular val- um, battle, okay. and it is that um, you prepare the horse for battle, and God delivers Absolutely. the victory. And so, Absolutely. what is our charge? I mean, that instructs us. That's our charge. We are to fight. We are to prepare smart. Um, we are to prepare well. We are to fight courageously. We are to speak up. Um, and we do so in the full knowledge of our faith that God will deliver, 
the victory that we need. Amen. And, you know, and that's what fuels me. I mean, I know this fight is much bigger, much bigger than we are. And because mm. it is a spiritual fight. But, Absolutely. you know, I also, I also know that our God's on the throne. And, <laughs> um, and in that, I can fight in full faith and give it everything I have because, you know, that's, that's my reassurance. I know who's going to win this at the end of the day. And I just hope to be a good vessel to help participate in the best way possible. You know, along those lines, job. along those lines, we did create um, a guide to fight 30 by 30 that you can get from our website. And it has some resources, you know, a lot of facts on the program, and then an ability to sign up for our, our newsletter, which is a free subscription, which is the Liberty Matters News Service. And well, that's where we keep have... people up on this program. I hear the music and it's closing us. I want to have you back and let's talk a little bit more about how to fight the 30-30. We've kind of explained what it is. And, you know, Candace Owens was saying last night, we cannot be afraid to speak up. And you have always been a very brave woman. And I thank you for all that you've done. I hear the music. We're going to be done for the day. But it's going to take all of us, Margaret. Go. Is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. week, the political cesspool, known worldwide as the South's foremost populist conservative radio program, hits the airwaves to bring you the other side of the news and to report on events which are vital to your welfare but are hushed up or distorted by the mainstream media. However, to continue doing this, we need your support. Go online at www.thepoliticalcesspool.org and make a safe and secure donation. If you prefer not to make an online donation, you can send us a check or money order to the address on the website. No matter which way you choose, the political cesspool needs your support. Go online to www.thepoliticalcesspool.org and make a donation today.